John, why was the little boy so cold? Oh, uh, all right. I have no idea. <laughs> because it was December. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tune in to our next episode of the Bible Story Podcast to hear more about Jesus and less corny jokes. Yeah, no promises the jokes are going to get any better. All right, welcome, welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. Boy, do we have a great episode for you today. Merry Christmas, everyone. I, I hope everyone is eagerly anticipating the Christmas, the holiday season. Uh, kids, you're going to be off school soon. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome. Adults, parents, I hope you get a break from work and get to spend some time with the family. Who doesn't love time off with family and friends? I love time off, but sh- in short amounts. Like in a couple days. Months. Yes, like I, Christmas time. Like Christmas sure. time. Uh, John, I have another joke for you. Oh, dear. Okay, what happens when you eat too many Christmas decorations? <laughs> uh, I, I have no idea. You I've get, never done that. You get tinselitis. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. Just a reminder that my name is Braden Pohoich, and my co-host over there who is enjoying all of my corny jokes is John Draper. You are quite festive today. We are, we are excited to share the Christmas story with you. Yes. It is, it is something we celebrate and enjoy together. It's, it's fantastic. I, I really like it. Yeah, John. Okay, so John, again, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to leave the jokes behind. Are you? Y- Maybe. <laughs> that doesn't sound very promising. Okay, John, for someone right. who is so old and who has heard this story like, what, a thousand times? <laughs> wow. <laughs> that that would imply that I'm like a thousand years old. Yeah. So that's yeah, what I'm implying. <laughs> uh, about that many times. That's how, you know, okay, sure. Yes, yeah, so you've heard it once every year for a thousand years. <sighs> wow. Okay. Okay. So however many times you have heard it, you know, yeah. a thousand, a million. Sure. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, how is it that you're still so excited to hear it and to share it? Like, doesn't it get boring after a while? I feel like I get I get bored of some stories if I hear them too many times. No, not not at all. I I can only speak for me personally. The story just doesn't. It always seems to captivate me. The story, mm. the story, some has something for everyone. Yeah. And it, it always is teaching me something. It's always, it's kind of. I wouldn't even. Like, I don't want to say entertaining, right? but it is. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. It's, there's a lot of drama to it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I do actually, I really enjoy hearing the story each year. One of the things I like doing is like rereading it or re-listening to it and thinking like, oh, how did I take this last year and what's changed hmm. this year? I, yeah. you know, kind of looking, I look forward to doing that each year. So there's a lot going on. Like John said, there's, I mean, drama and there's a lot of angles and people to consider. So another fun thing that I like to do with this story, because we do hear it quite regularly, is I'll kind of like zone in on one person and think, how did the birth of Jesus or the story of the birth of Jesus impact them? How did they handle it? So you're like, like you're telling me you focus in on Jesus every year? Like no, you I fo- should be, right? I, like, focus, I mean, I focus I mean, on someone else and Jesus. But of course I focus on Jesus. Okay. <laughs> but ah. truth be told, okay, yeah? the story is about the birth of Jesus. But other than that, being birthed, like not a, not doing a lot. No, he's not doing a, <laughs> too much at that point. Exactly. He's probably crying for some milk and you know, change my bottom and you know all those things that babies do. All right. So... We need to catch up on some info. Okay. 
we so some things we learned uh, from our last episode is that that Mary she would be giving birth to a child, and she was t- told this by an angel, and 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 then she was also told that this child would be named Jesus. Right, and this was in Luke chapter one. Correct. Right. Yep. And the angel, angel, the a- angel Gabriel. Yeah, angel Gabriel. Cool. Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't. I don't think of angels having names all that much. No, but, that's the only you know, one I know. A- I think Gabriel. Oh, Michael, the angel Michael. Um, there's a few others. It'll come to my mind later. <laughs> anyway, okay. So it's yes. not about angels. So Luke chapter one is what we read last time, and this time we'll be kind of focusing on in Luke chapter two. John caught us up, and we also see that Mary and Joseph were scheduled to go to Bethlehem in order to fill out a census. Right. So a census is something that we, you know, we still do today, and it helps the government know how many people live in that area, uh, where they live, um, and a bunch of other data that's... How many people are in your family? Correct. Live in your home? Yeah. Maybe what ethnicity you are. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. It's good. It's good times. Good times have by all. We filled one out this year. Yeah. Yeah, we did. (laughs) Okay. So... Here's the thing. They did, they, I mean, no cars back then, right? So Mary and Joseph, they had to plan to walk to Bethlehem, which is, a, that's a long way. It's a fair ways, yeah. And, and all the while, Mary is very much pregnant. You know, driving, you know, doing a long road trip as, yeah. you know, n- when you're nine months pregnant is miserable. So Not that we know specifically. Not that we've experienced <laughs> that, but we've been told that yeah, that's not told. fun. Yeah. Um, Seems uncomfortable. Yeah. So I can't imagine, like, maybe she walked, maybe she... Probably had the luxury of riding on a donkey, but or even camel? still, yeah, who knows? Yeah, but like, still, like that could be a long be, trip. Yeah, yeah, it's miserable. So, once they get to town, due to the census bringing in all the travelers, there were literally no places left for Mary and Joseph to stay. Right. Everything was booked. Yeah. So they had to, so due to the census, like the census worked differently than it does today. We got it mailed to, our house, wherever yeah. you're re- registered to live. Yep. Um, back then, you had to go to your hometown. Is that? That's correct. Kind of cor- correct. And so, not just your hometown, but like where your like your lineage lineage came from. Right. So Mary is now with Joseph, and so jo- they have to go back to Joseph's hometown of his lineage. Yes. I didn't say that right, but we get the point. You get all the right. point. <laughs> so, and as John said, because of all these people coming back, that's why there's so many people coming to the town, there's no place to stay. So, I mean, could you imagine the panic of these parents? They're not even parents yet. They're just Mary's pregnant and and Joseph is you know, they're with them. Now, John, I don't have any kids, but you have three of your own. So I can only imagine the whole process, especially when the baby is like really close to arriving or arriving, it probably gets a little stressful. Yeah. I, I'm right in that. You are right. Like I, <laughs> I can relate to Joseph. Uh, it is super stressful, particularly for the first baby. Like I was, I was completely panicked and pretty useless. Uh, I'll be, I'll be honest. Mm. I was not thinking straight. And I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Tara, my wife, had to remind me to grab the stuff for the baby. Uh, and physically, uh, you wouldn't think anything would happen to me as the father, but yeah, I was so stressed that my digestive system was just a complete wreck. I won't get into that part of the story, but <laughs> it's a good thing Tara held it together because I was definitely not ready for the baby to be born. Wow. Tara is a trooper. 
Uh, Holding it together and having the baby. She's my rock. Yeah. (laughs) I also, I can't imagine the idea of not being able to like make it to a hospital or even a, a, a hotel for that matter. I can't imagine that would have gone over well. I no. I would be freaking out in the best of scenarios. Oh, yes. Freaking out would be an understatement. <laughs> like, I was freaking out when we had an ideal situation. I mean, right. my wife was induced for her first, for our first baby. Right. So you're like fully in a hospital. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it was like a scheduled day <laughs> and I was freaking out. Yeah. So I can't imagine what Joseph and Mary are going through. There was a lot of unknowns. Okay. And yeah. so as I said before, that this... Story really does hold. There's a lot of moving parts. I like to focus on Joseph from time to time, or even from Mary time to time. You know, they're facing a lot of difficulty in this scenario. Like we said last episode, Mary had been pregnant prior to the marriage of, you know, Mary and Joseph. And they had received this message from an angel that they were to carry the Messiah as their child. You know, pretty big shoes. That's a that's a tall order. Oh, yeah. And it would feel... It- it would have felt like a lot of responsibility. Yeah. And then to not have a place that is clean or warm for the baby to arrive, it would have most likely put a lot of stress on the couple, to yeah. say the least. To say the least, okay? Yeah. But as we said last week, Mary was really following the Lord wholeheartedly. There wasn't a question of whether or not this was all part of God's plan, right? Um it, I mean, the birth of Jesus is amazing. Absolutely. Uh, the birth of... It's a, it's a miraculous birth for so many reasons. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It, it really is. Okay, so uh, Jesus, even in the moments of his birth, fulfilled many prophecies, which are kind of like predictions of who the Messiah would be. No, some of these prophecies, including being born of a virgin in Bethlehem, he would have... And he would come from the line of Abraham, Jacob, and Isaac. I mean, there's a lot of prophecies that were made, and and we could just list these things on, going on and on and on and on. Yeah, right? and and that kind of helps like cement Jesus as the Messiah. It's like he was checking all these things off, all the things that the prophets had said. Yeah, right. Even though he was a baby. Even though he's a baby, <laughs> just been born. Yeah. Or before that. So, okay, Mary and Joseph were not the only ones anticipating the birth of Jesus. Like, news had spread, and actually angels had visited other shepherds, and, and, and news had spread to these kings that the Messiah was to be born. That's a big deal. These shepherds followed what had been told to them by an angel as to the location of the Messiah in order to meet him and welcome him into the world. Pretty yeah, was, cool stuff. It was a huge, like, celebration. Yeah. It was awesome. People were really excited and waiting for the Messiah to, to come. That's right. And if you knew how many like angels were there, like yeah. this was a big deal. This is a big deal. Okay, so Jesus is born. That's Woo-hoo! that's the moment this story is leading up to. Yeah. The 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 rising action has taken us to the to the peak. Yep. Okay, we can we get to celebrate that together in this season. It's it's amazing. He was born in a manger because of, well, all of the full hotels in the area and his earthly parents, Mary and Joseph, were to raise him as their own. Could you imagine that? A manger? Like, I guess that would be the equivalent of being born in a barn or a stable today. Yeah. Like. Smelly. Yeah. Open air. Like, it's not at all what any mother would want. No. Not even close. So, they... They named the baby Jesus because of the angel that had visited Mary earlier on. And they are fully aware that their child, get this, that their child is the Messiah. 
It would have been such an experience to watch him grow up and to wonder what he would become as he grew, where his ministry would start and how his life would turn out even. Oh, yeah. You'd just be like, is it now? Is it now? Yeah. Like is I get, it now? I get that excited for my kids, but yeah. when you've got such a huge prophecy put on to your firstborn, it's yeah. like, oh my goodness, there's something big going on. Here. Yeah. And, and Mary and Joseph would have also known the Torah really well, which was like the Jewish scriptures. Yep. Right. Um, kind of the first part of our our Old Testament. Old Testament. Yep. Um, and Jesus had already fulfilled a lot of these prophecies. So they would have known about the things that he would do as the Messiah. Right. It's it's this huge best and worst case of situational irony because they knew some of the things that would happen. Right. And Braden, what is something Yeah. What is something you celebrate this season? Right? Like we understand that this this season is about being Jesus' birth and the Messiah being born. It's a, it's a happy... Yeah, we get to celebrate. Yeah. We get awesome. to celebrate. So what's something that you like to celebrate this season? Okay. So um, I love cookies, baking. <laughs> uh, but you married the right person for that. I did marry the right person for that. Okay, but uh, more, than, more than that, I also like to remember that it's not about me. Or, or correction, it's not only about me. Here's the amazing thing about God is... And, and often this is kind of an overwhelming thought for me, but if I was the only person separated from God by sin, I do honestly believe that he would have done the exact same thing in sending his son, Jesus, the Messiah, to save me. You know, that, that's a pretty awesome thought. There's, there's always newness. I don't know if that's a word, but I'm going to make it a word. There's <laughs> always newness that comes with the Christmas season. Yeah. The idea of, of new birth, of, of new things coming about. You know, but as Christians, we know how the story goes. Mm-hmm. As you said, I've heard it a thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this baby was born in a, with humble beginnings, but is the heir to the throne of King David who will reign forever. It's That's shocking. You know, so to, to think and to put that that I, that idea, that prophecy on a baby just seems like, have you held a baby? Just think for a second. Like if you've held a baby, like they're helpless and little and small. And so it's, it's big shoes to fill, but it's so cool. I love that we get to celebrate the beginning of the story while we also know the end of the story that Jesus has come, that he has saved us and that he, he has given us freedom. It's amazing. Mm. You know, we get a perspective that no one else in this story would have had. Yeah. You know, which is pretty cool. But at this point in the story, they they would have not known the ending. Yeah, we get to know the ending. Like they are just starting out as parents. Uh, Baby Jesus is a baby. Um, Yeah. This is, it's pretty crazy. It's it's the beginning of such an amazing story. Okay, so John, even though we we read through the story every single year, what is something new or maybe something that has been re-reminded, re-brought up to you that you're going to take away from this year, All 2021? Right. So I think what we have been speaking of is is just a great reminder. We do not know the whole story. Right. And, th- and that is okay. You know, God's plan is complete. Whether we, you know, for us, Today, it's as complete as it was for Jesus in his day. Mm, for Mary and Joseph, yeah. 
That's exactly right. And That's he, awesome. he is the one that knows the beginning and he knows the end. And we don't have to. So we get to celebrate the moments of joy and we get to mourn openly the moments of hurt. Mm. We can live in the moment fully. Right. I like that. You know, if we were to be all-knowing like God is, all-knowing, then I could, our life would be filled with conflict. We'd be like, but this leads to a bad scenario and this leads to a good scenario and we'd be totally unable to live in the moment. And, and really what we get to do is allow God to know the future and then to trust him in that. It's, it's really essential. It's an essential part of our relationship with him. Exactly. And, and that is something that this season always reminds me of. God's plan is complete. Well said. All right. A, a bit of a shorter episode today. We are going to jump into our growth dip and encourage you all to go spend time with loved ones. All right. Can I just, I just want to take, before we end the rapid, you're jumping ahead. I just okay. want to take a moment to say how grateful I am to our listeners. Ah. Okay. I, I know we've said it before. John has said it so many times and, mm-hmm. and he says so many great things yep. about you guys. <laughs> but seriously, <laughs> it, if you are making your way to a gathering or if you're on a bus or if you're listening to this while you sip on hot chocolate, hear me right now. Thank you for your support for your prayers. We would not still be doing this if it weren't for you. We we do love you. We do appreciate you. And thanks for tuning in. Mm-hmm. Braden, you said it well. Thank you. Growth tip time. Growth tip time. All right, on to the growth tip for the week. Now, I know that all of you have some time off, or at least I hope you do. So we took that into consideration this week. And Brayden decided to give you a ton of homework. Hey now, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot of homework. It's not even <laughs> homework. It's all for right. learning and growing. And I'm going to stand by it. I just like throwing you under the bus from time to time. I know. Uh, <laughs> so the growth tip for today is to read each of the Gospels of Matthew and Luke and their accounts of the birth of Jesus. Yeah, take, a, take note of how they differ, how they're similar. Yeah, perhaps ask yourself, what is something you can learn from these stories today? So have a read. It's a good read. It's a great read. We uh, hope and we pray that you all have an amazing Christmas season. May God bless you and your time with loved ones. Be encouraged as you read the story of the birth of Jesus, our Messiah, our Savior. Remember, Reach out to us on Instagram at Bible Story Pod. And as always, there is nothing more important than a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Until next time, take care of each other. Hey, John, imagine if there were three of you and three of me. How much fun would that be? Oh, I think I think all of the quiet friends that we have would be overwhelmed with all of us. That's too much, Braden and John. One of each of us is perfect. Coming up on the Bible Story Podcast, we will be talking about the Trinity. God is one and God is three.